Today's New Testament reading is the Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 19th chapter. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his garments and divided them into four parts, one part for each soldier, also his tunic. But the tunic was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. So they said to one another, Let us not tear it, but cast lots for it, to see whose it shall be. This was to fulfill the scripture which says, They divided my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. So the soldiers did these things. But standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her to his own home. After this, Jesus, knowing that all was now finished, said to fulfill the scripture, I thirst. A jar full of sour wine stood there, so they put a sponge full of the sour wine on a hyssop branch and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Since it was the day of preparation, and so that the bodies would not remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a high day, the Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who had been crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and at once there came out blood and water. He who saw it has borne witness. His testimony is true, and he knows that he is telling the truth, that you also may believe. For these things took place that the scripture might be fulfilled, not one of his bones will be broken. And again another scripture says, They will look on him whom they have pierced. After these things Joseph of Arimathea, who was a disciple of Jesus but secretly for fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus, and Pilate gave him permission. So he came and took away his body. Nicodemus also, who earlier had come to Jesus by night, came, bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about seventy-five pounds in weight. So they took the body of Jesus and bound it in linen cloths with the spices, as is the burial custom of the Jews. Now in the place where he was crucified there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb in which no one had yet been laid. So because of the Jewish day of preparation, since the tomb was close at hand, they laid Jesus there. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Keith Clough. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus, knowing that all was now finished, said, to fulfill the scripture, I thirst. A jar full of sour wine stood there, so they put a sponge full of the sour wine on the hyssop branch and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, 
it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. It is finished. Good news from Good Friday. Now, we might use those words from time to time, it is finished. Spoken over our inkjet printer when it is spat out, it's one last page, it's finished. Or we exclaim with relief after a particularly tedious experience, oh, it is finished, done, behind. But Jesus' final word from the cross is spoken, not in resignation, sadness, or, or even relief. It is spoken in fulfillment and promise for you. The Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world has done just that on Calvary's cross. He has completed his course, fulfilled the scriptures, accomplished the work of atonement for the world's sin. It is finished. He bowed his head and gave up his spirit. No one could take his life from him. No. He laid it down of his own accord for sheep who love to wander. And we all like sheep have gone astray. But the Lord has laid upon him the iniquity of us all. Jesus willingly takes upon himself your sin and my sin, the world's sin, to release us, to cleanse us, to forgive us completely. It is accomplished. No more sacrifice for sin is needed. It is finished. Jesus has taken upon himself the whole world's mass of sin and says to you, it is now mine. It's not yours anymore. I, I have paid the penalty for it all. You, you go free and live. There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Baptized into Jesus, you live in him. It is finished. But often, our sinful nature has trouble believing it. I mean, there is so much work to be done in our lives. Mowing grass, washing dishes, preparing dinner, taking kids to school, picking them up after practice, and you kids, homework and tests and homework and tests. And then at church, volunteering for committees and programs. And in our careers, all oh, the days fill up and overflow with unfinished. Many of us are worried and anxious about so many things. And then this gets placed before God, and, and we can start to wonder, what more do I need to do for God? What, what more do I need to do to make sure I am all right before him? That I'm meeting his expectations. Or, or we find ourselves saying, I really messed that one up. If I find a way to make it up to God, then I can put things back together be all right again. Or that little thought whispers, if I just volunteer at church more, if I am more faithful in my life, if, if I try harder, if I pray more, 
then God will truly accept me and I can finally feel peace. No. No effort, no striving, no accomplishment of ours can achieve peace with God or a right standing before him. That is Jesus' work for us. And Jesus' work is whole and complete. It's finished. It's accomplished. It's done for you. And through Jesus, peace with God is yours. Through Jesus, all your sins are wiped away. When you hear the word of absolution at church, Jesus' complete work is delivered to you. When you eat and drink of his body and blood, the full and complete forgiveness of sins is given to you. Not in part, but fully, complete, unto your life everlasting. Through Jesus, it is finished.